I'm Lisa Pepe, your host. Welcome to the Fast Casual Nation, a podcast that gets with thought leaders, talks technology, and brings you industry insights. Today we have Charles Watson, CEO, Tropical Smoothie Cafe. Welcome to the show, Charles. Thank you for having me. So I want to just start off um, giving our in, uh, audience some insight on how you got your start in hospitality and maybe when and how you joined Tropical Smoothie. Absolutely. Uh, my story is one that's probably pretty common, especially in the restaurant business. I started at about 11 or 12, standing on a bus tub in my dad's restaurant washing dishes. My dad described the dishwasher as the race car, which was supposed to make it more attractive to me as an 11 or 12 year old. And I guess it I guess it must have worked because I, I definitely did my share of dishes uh, from 11 or 12 on, you know, all the way through high school and college. Um, honestly, hanging out in the restaurant was the way that I hung out with my dad. Uh, and worked my way up, um, you know, busing tables, uh, waiting tables, tending bar, et cetera. And by the time I got to college, I figured out that tending bar uh, provided a lot of cash for my illicit activities as a college student, right? <laughs> From there, I went to, uh, I actually had the pleasure of going to a school uh, called the Hotel School at Cornell University up in upstate New York. I was an Atlanta, Georgia guy, a Southern guy. And so it was uh, quite a culture shock for me, but I really, really enjoyed my time there. And I liken that school to, you know, ultimately an undergraduate business school where you use hotels and restaurants as the example. So really enjoyed my time there. I had grown up in the restaurant business and in full transparency, I saw my dad go up and down financially with restaurants, right? He'd have, he'd have a win and he'd have a couple losses. Unfortunately, in my teenage years, mostly all I saw in the business was, was losses. He had had a, a big run when I, before I was born and uh, in my early years. And so I said, you know what? That restaurant business seems risky. I'm going to go into hotels. So I worked in the hotel business for about 10 years uh, and enjoyed that immensely, but ended up in 2009 being approached by a gentleman I've become great friends with, Scott Presley, who's with a group called 10 Point Capital. And he was putting some investment into a little brand called Tropical Smoothie Cafe that was down in Destin, Florida. My response was tropical what? Uh, and I ended <laughs> up ended up joining them in January of 2010 uh, as the vice president of franchise development and have worked my way up uh, into the CEO position over the past 13 years. So uh, it's been a great story and my love and passion for Tropical Smoothie Cafe exists to this day. So there's my there's my career in a nutshell. I like it. That was quick and well-delivered. So I want you to tell me a little bit, if we could talk a little bit about brand strategy. Mm -hmm. So for Tropical Smoothie Cafe, we start with who we are as a brand and, and who we are, meaning it's about people, right? It's about, our, it's about us as a corporate support center. It's even more importantly about our franchisees who deliver our products and services to guests every day. And when we think about that and we think about our culture, we start with two words, inspire better. It's our belief at Tropical Smoothie Cafe that what we do every day matters. And we are lucky enough to be with a brand that there's very few people I meet that when you hand them a delicious tasting smoothie, flatbread or wrap, it doesn't put a smile on their face, right? So if we start there with maybe inspiring a little bit better eating or, or health habits, where can we take it from there? And we think we can take it anywhere. Inspire Better is about being a door that's open to all in the communities where we operate, because our franchisees do a fantastic job supporting those communities. It's about doing a little bit better, not just in your eating, but in everything in life, mm -hmm. right? It's walking through a parking lot and, and you know picking up that stray piece of trash, right? Um, all the way to maybe volunteering at a soup kitchen or even just 
reading your kid a bedtime story for five minutes every night. It's about you personally being a little bit better. So we start with inspiring better. And then we look at our brand and we say, what do we do better than anybody else? And we believe that we can deliver the fun and the craveability of the tropics in Detroit, in uh, Birmingham, Alabama, in Miami, Florida. We think that we can deliver that to our guests. And that's where we stay is inspiring better, having fun, being a breath of fresh air to our consumers and being a little bit different, being a little bit fun. And I think you see that come out both in the decor of our locations, uh, the attitudes of our franchisees and crew members, uh, as well as, uh, you know, the products that we serve. Sure. And is that, I think I read, uh, do you have a brand partnership with No Kid Hungry? We sure do. And it's actually a new partnership for us. We've spent, gosh, the last you know, 10 plus years working with a group called Camp Sunshine up in Casco, Maine. Fantastic organization. I have to give them a plug. And over the years, we raised about $8 million for them and really were able to help their endowment uh, and and really put them on the map. But we really felt it was time to spread our wings and go um, do even more. And so we did um, announce at our annual franchisee convention about uh, about four months ago that we are partnering with No Kid Hungry. And this is a nonprofit that they help nearly 12 million kids in America every year who are living with hunger. And to think that we live in this country and we're blessed with so much and that there's still kids out there uh, that are hungry every day, especially right now, especially in the summer, right, when school is out of uh, out of session. So through the partnership, we really think the Tropical Smoothie Cafe locations around the country uh, will be able to really drive this partnership. And we have our first big fundraising event during their season of giving, which is basically uh, the November timeframe. So we're excited to start raising money for them and have as big an impact uh, as brands like Inspire Brands and uh, and uh, um, others have, have done in the past. We think we can jump right in there and help as well. Awesome. I love to hear that. Um, so let me just ask you, 2022, uh, what's it looking like as far as rollout for the brand across the country? So uh, I will tell you, we're already off to a, a darn good start. We have opened 89 cafes through uh, mid-year. Um, so that's that's quite a few. Our goal this year is 150 plus. Um, you know, we fueled this development. We signed 139 franchise agreements so far. Uh, a lot of prime markets across the U.S., Chicago, Philadelphia, Salt Lake City, et cetera. We're a brand that over 70% of our franchise sales actually come from existing franchisees. So we have no one to thank for our growth other than our awesome existing franchisees. And that's always a really good sign. When you look at other brands that are having a lot of success, you typically will you typically will see that. And, you know, honestly, we're hitting milestones faster and faster. I was up in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina in June, opening our 1100th location with our franchisees, Stacy and Maurice Pugh, just fantastic folks that are already off to a fast start. And, you know, those hundred celebrations, uh, my general counsel always says, Charles, we really need to celebrate every hundredth now. They're coming pretty fast. And I say, absolutely, we do. Yep. My goodness, we're <laughs> we're going to celebrate. One of our core values is high five. And we want to make sure to celebrate uh, our growth and the success of our franchisees. So that's a little kind of development update for you. We're still going fast and furious. Well, congratulations. That's excellent to hear. So I want to ask then, uh, you know, there's a lot of talk, obviously, around economic inflation. Can you tell me a little bit about what type of support uh, you guys have rolled out or put in place or are able to provide to your franchisees? I will, I will do my best there. Obviously, some of those, some of the things we're doing are a little bit proprietary, right? But I think at the end of the day, all brands are doing everything they can to, to help their franchisees, right? And we're all thinking the same way. And I think what hurts the most is in this environment, the best we can do is is fight to hold the line, mm-hmm. is fight to keep inflation in check because it's ha- it's happening. It's going to happen whether it's, you know, I'm 
you're up on, you know, chicken prices, beef prices. We're having some some fruit pricing issues, yeah. supply chain issues in general cups. Right. How many restaurants have you been to that don't have logoed cups? Yep. So it's across <laughs> it's across the industry. It's hitting everybody. And quite honestly, it's upsetting our franchisees the same way it's upsetting other brands franchisees. We have a big meeting. Luckily for us, uh, again, relationships rule being a core value. We have uh, a tropical franchise advisory committee. They're actually coming into Atlanta in two weeks. And so we're super excited to meet with them because we have some some great ideas. At the end of the day, what I'll tell you is that we're going to work in partnership with them um, to really understand their P&L, understand where it hurts, make sure that we're both aligned on where the issues are and really attack it from there. What we have to be very careful of is maintaining a value equation, keeping our guests in mind, because guess what? You At the end of the day, uh, to have healthy growth, you have to drive transactions. We're, sure. we're, treading, we're treading water with price, quite honestly, just like everyone else is, right? And we have to really be aligned on what our strategy is going forward in order to attract and retain our existing guests and new guests, right? And so we're going to have a lot of discussions around that because, yes, are there levers we can pull for sure? But what we don't want to do um, is mess with that value equation or bring down uh, the consumer's view of our brand, right? That's incredibly important. So as they say, we're not going to move downhill in terms of our quality. Quality, uh, in order to in order to save on, on some of the pressures that we're having now, because at the end of the day, it's a business cycle. We're, we're going to go up and down. And in full transparency, we had the best year we've ever had in the 26 year history of Tropical Smoothie Cafe in 2021. And so going into 22, we didn't think it'd be this bad, but we knew we, we knew we, we knew we'd have some challenges right. trying to lap over uh when all the winds were behind us, and now now we've got some headwinds that we need to fight through. But I believe that our brand, working with our franchisees, will be better for it. It'll be hard, right? We'll have hard discussions, and uh, but we'll work together, and we'll get through it, and we'll be a better brand for it. Yeah, you know, we touched a little on the supply shortages uh, everyone's facing. Have you been able to still focus or put focus on menu innovation, and has that process changed for you and your team? We have. I mean, we are definitely a, an innovative brand. One of the discussions we'll have with our franchisees is how much, how fast, right? We do a lot of LTOs, right? We probably do five to six LTOs a year. Those create operational complexity. They create supply chain complexity, et cetera. But it draws people into the cafe. So those are some of the discussions we're having is do we want to crank that back a little bit? But what I will tell you is, um, you know, we've, we're really moving into pop-ups. We did uh, in Q1, we did a, a successful launch of a, a limited time chocolate covered strawberry smoothie around Valentine's Day. That went very well. Uh, was only available through digital channels. So we're, we're playing with those things as well. Um, we did our dragon fruit and our star fruit smoothies, uh, which were available until April 20th. Those have, have been big winners. Uh, and right now we're, we're serving watermelon mochi and mango berry Cosmo. Obviously, cocktail summer-inspired smoothies that have been great sellers for us. Uh, the watermelon mojito for, for over seven years and the mango berry Cosmo over the last two. So we have some stable LTOs that are just too good that we have to bring back. But I think you're going to see at the end of the year and into next year, you're absolutely going to see some innovation. Um, geez, I'm, I'd, love to, I'd love to tell you what we've got coming in a couple months because I think it's going to be a, a incredibly successful and really fit with our consumer. Um but I'll, I'll hold that back for the next okay. podcast when it, when it comes out. There you go. That's a deal. So, you know, I, um, I'm hearing in the conversations, uh, brand loyalty, and you said spoke a little bit about the beginning. Brand loyalty is super important, customer loyalty. How are you taking that on? I, I believe you guys launched a new program in brand loyalty and possibly did, a yeah. new app. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So we really are, we're believers in digital. Right. I mean, this is uh, this is not 
where the puck is going, as we used to talk about five, <laughs> right. seven years ago. This is where the puck is and where it's already past you. So it's to speak, there. Right? Hurry, hurry up and get on the train. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. So we officially launched our new Tropical Rewards program and we updated and refreshed our app in June. So, you know, app 2.0, really for us, it's app 3.0. And we've had great, uh, great guest feedback on it in terms of the vibrancy and the uh, ease of navigation, et cetera. And so our signups in June more than doubled over previous months. So we think we're on the right track. There, The Tropic Rewards program includes an updated point system that we put in place that makes redeeming points easier and faster. We also um, we also have a, a great new hire uh, under our new CMO, uh, Deborah Von Kutzleben. Her name is Melissa Cummings, uh, and she comes to us from Domino's. So we're excited to have her. Uh, and she's really going to attack the loyalty side of things, working in concert with a gentleman by the name of Braden Turner on the uh, product and technology side. So we're putting the pieces in place. You've heard about this for years, right? Is it marketing or is it technology? I right. don't care who it is. We're all going to work together and we're going <laughs> to, yep. and we're going to do it. Right. Um, but got the point set up, got a better app and we're going to continue to make incremental improvements. I think for any brand right now at full transparency, you have to understand how much you can do, how fast. And I'll be the first to tell you. And if my franchisees listen to this, they'll say, yep, that's absolutely true. Like every other organization that's full of type A players, we want to do more than we probably should. Right. And so sure. my, my job is to sort of keep the, the bit in the mouth of, of my people and say, we've got to we, we've got to execute with excellence. And, you know, we, we tend to take on a lot, but but have had good results in terms of what we're doing. So our updated mobile app, it also features kind of a, a fast reorder option from the home screen, which is kind of a must have at this point. Right. I know I often get the same thing at different different restaurants, um, stores your vehicle data for, for our curbside pickup customers, QR codes, uh, make it easy to scan and, and earn and redeem rewards in cafe. Because a lot of times if you don't use your app, you want to be able to go back to that receipt and, and get your points for it. Right. Um, and, and it's a much easier, probably the biggest thing. It's a much easier smoothie and food customization format, right? And so um, we got that and we also got um, some new, we've got a new design uh, that we will be talking about later, I'm sure with you with more details uh, about a footprint uh, that's going to work really well for us going forward from a development perspective uh, that we'll be launching here in about two months. So we'll, again, a little tease there. We'll tell you you how we're going to handle it. Well, there's nothing more exciting than hearing, you know, there's things to come, right? Yeah, Things to keep us excited about. So in the, have you guys uh, taken a look at any of the restaurant automation that's out there? I'm just curious. It's crazy to me, the things that I read and and what's happening. I'm just wondering if you've like taken a look at it, if there's anything that you have into play in your uh, locations. Um, We, we. We don't have, we're working with a group out of Italy called Blue Para, and this is the very basic, simple, it's an automated water dispenser, right? Okay. We, we utilize water in our smoothies, uh, and so we've got that in place. We're rolling that out as well. We're really focused on, and this is not automation, we're really focused, quite honestly, on the blocking and tacking of digital orders, right? Is it is it a tropical smoothie order? Is it a third party order? And getting quite honestly the the cubbies correct and where they need to be and the signage and all that kind of stuff to make make it make the flow work. At the end of the day, Tropical Smoothie Cafe is a pretty is a pretty simple business, right? We don't have grills and deep fryers and hooding systems and all those things. So we don't need Flippy the burger flipper because we're not flipping any burgers, right? <laughs> okay. Um, I was I was at dinner last night I'm in Arizona meeting some franchisees today and I was with um, a, a gentleman who works a colleague who works in the pizza space 
space. And yeah, he's doing a lot of stuff with automation for pizza. That works perfectly for pizza, right? It's, you know, you got the bays and it can drop the toppings on it. We're absolutely, I mean, listen, you know, Jamba has, has worked with a company called Blended. I'm familiar with Blended and I've spoken with their CEO multiple times. And so from a kiosk format for, um, for smoothies only, I think it works. You've got this, the, you know, uh, Sally, the, the, the salad um, dispenser. Yeah. And I think that that works. So, but I think part of the magic for us is ultimately it, at the end of the day, a 17 year old can make a lot more smoothies than a $300,000 machine. There right. So the economics aren't there at this point. Um, and I think that there's a little bit, you know, we talked about inspiring better. And I think there's a little bit of a little bit of show in terms of having your smoothie made in front of you with, with the ingredients that we are, are putting in it, et cetera. Um, so, we're ready for it, right? It's coming. I know it's coming. And for me, it's about timing it correctly. It's about when do those economics work? Uh, and so it's something I look at month over month for sure. Hmm. Interesting. I love it. Yeah. And I was speaking to another CEO and she was saying, you know, for us, uh, we're into it. We get it. We love the idea of it, but it's really about how can we make the jobs of our employees easier by using that more efficient. So anyway, that's great to know. We, I just like to hear uh, who's using it and what's being uh, u- utilized out in the, uh, the restaurant space. Um, sure. Let me ask you, what moving forward, uh, inspire better. I love that. Uh, is that going to be something you're, you're going to build on? What's happening around that? It's that is if I had one thing that I'm focused on, it's inspire better. I my my job as a CEO ultimately is to be the chief strategy officer and the chief people officer. And when I say chief people officer, I mean the 16 year old working at a tropical smoothie cafe in Albuquerque. Right. And so inspire better is is more than just those two words. It's a mantra. It's something that we use uh, in the back of house for our um, for our uh, crew members. And it, and it needs to permeate all throughout the organization. What's great about franchising is that I can put that framework in place. Right. And then my franchisees, be they two units or 80 units, can then build off of that. I want, it's gotta be malleable. It's gotta be user-friendly for our franchisees because at the end of the day, these are American entrepreneurs that we're working with, right? And we gotta give them room to work and room to create their own cultures within that. I just wanna have Inspire Better as the North Star for that. And if we use that in all of our decision-making, I think we'll end up in a in a very good place because it's about doing the right things the right way, uh, about being doing better for our guests, doing better for our communities and seeing as a company where the things that we can do to inspire better. And you never know when you have that mindset, you know, it, a silly example, right? You, you hand a smoothie to somebody, you put a smile on their face, they go out there. Maybe they're not in a bad mood when they're in their car and they get cut off in traffic. And you know what? Maybe they don't lay on the horn, right? From there all the way to, <laughs> all right. the way to nuclear war, right? Like we, right. we, we, if we start small and make incremental and do incremental things, big things can happen, right? It's the, it's the ripple effect. And, you know, Inspire Better to me is the ripple effect. It's doing, doing, the, doing just a little bit better in everything we do. Because guess what? It releases endorphins and it makes us he- healthier and happier as human beings. So I'm a big believer. I'm going to end this on that note because I think that was extremely well said. I think we can all take your lead on that and, and think about every day in our own lives to inspire better, Charles. Thank you so much for the time. I really appreciate chatting with you. Yeah. Thank you for stopping by today. And we're going to definitely keep an eye on what's happening at Tropical Smoothie over the next few months and definitely have you guys back out here. Sounds great. I got some tricks up my sleeve. I love it. I also want to thank our listeners for tuning in today. Make sure you guys subscribe and follow the show. Give us a rating. I'm Lisa Peppy. Be sure to tune in next time to Fast Casual Nation. (laughs) 